This episode is brought to you by Blossom, an easy to use app that thousands of Aussies are using to watch their savings grow. Blossom targets 3% per annum returns and the fund invests in fixed income for you. Our favorite thing about Blossom is that they make ethical investments and will plant a tree when you fund your account for the first time. It's free to join, so sign up through the web or download Blossom in the app or Play Store. You can get started with less than $1. Read more about Blossom in their PDS and FAQs at blossomapp.com before getting started. Welcome to The Wrap, a weekly podcast covering women's sports news. Mills, what have we got this week? Taking a look around the grounds, Daisy Pierce has been recognised for her commentary expertise. The WBBL is moving to Tassie and Nicola McDermott caps off an amazing athletic season. For our key story, we'll discuss Shayna Jack's return to the pool after a lengthy court battle over a positive drug test. But first, let's take a look around the grounds. In footy, the AFL Grand Final will be played in Perth this weekend and history has already been made before a ball has been bounced. For the first time ever, both footy clubs fighting for the flag have female presidents. The Melbourne Demons appointed longtime board member Kate Roffey to the role in April while Kylie Watson-Wheeler was unanimously voted to the top job at Western Bulldogs at the end of the 2020 season. The victor will be the second female president to secure a flag, joining Richmond's Peggy O'Neill. The Bulldogs are also one of only two clubs, along with Richmond, that have achieved parity at board level, with 50% of the board being female. Watson-Wheeler spoke about the board makeup, stating... All of them have been appointed on their merit, expertise and experience. We're certainly seeing an authentic shift in that space. Still on AFL, uh, the 2021 Australian Football Media Association Awards took place and Daisy Pierce has taken out the award for best opinion and analysis. I think this is an amazing recognition of the work that Daisy's doing. Still a current player in the AFLW, but does an exceptional job commentating the men's game and she's very uh, widely recognized for her ability to analyze and, and pick apart the game and, and make some really effective special comments. In surfing, the WSL finals were held at Lower Trestles last week with Aussie surfers Steph Gilmore and Sally Fitzgibbons looking to finish the year on top. Gilmore was in the first heat of the day and the challenging conditions saw Steph and France's Johan de Fay surf some heavy waves. Unfortunately, Gilmore struggled to find any rhythm and her quest for a record-breaking eighth world title was over before it picked up any momentum. DeFay progressed to the next round where she met Sally Fitzgibbons. Sally successfully bagged a few solid scores and left DeFay needing a score late in the heat to beat her. The Ocean didn't deliver and Sal was through to face world number two Tatiana Weston-Webb. Fitzgibbons took control early on, but unfortunately Weston Webb was just too strong um, and ended up winning that heat headed into the final against Carissa Moore. Carissa went on to secure her fifth world title. In cricket, the seventh season of the Women's Big Bash was meant to start on October 14th at the North Sydney Oval. However, due to current COVID-19 lockdown restrictions, it's going to be temporarily relocated to Tasmania. Similar to the change to the Sydney hub for the beginning of WBBL 06, the Women's Big Bash League has been able to once again rescue their season debut. I think a great example of cricket ensuring that the women's game is not put to the side and delayed and putting in every effort to make sure that it still goes ahead as planned. The announcement was made this week, just under a month from the start date, that all eight teams will arrive for the October 14th season kickoff. Teams from Melbourne, Sydney and Canberra will have to arrive in advance to quarantine for a fortnight. 
With this change, it means that the first 20 of the total 59 matches scheduled for WBBL 07 should take place in Tassie. Of the 59 encounters, 47 games will be televised. 23 of those will be on Foxtel and KO Sports, while 24 will be available free to air on 7 and simulcast on Foxtel. What do we love, Millie? We love free to air. Yes, we do. (laughs) On to athletics. The season has come to a close and Nicola McDonald has taken silver at the Diamond League event in Berlin to cap off a brilliant year. Her performances over the last 12 months have been nothing short of incredible. Here are some numbers for you because you know we love our numbers. We love stats. So she competed in 14 competitions this year, set three Australian records, won an Olympic silver medal in Tokyo. She jumped over two metres in five comps throughout the season and she's had 23 consecutive podiums across the 2020 and 2021 season. 23 consecutive podiums. That is huge. That is some real consistency right there. Awesome to see it. And I can't wait to see what 2022 brings for her. How is 2022 soon? Because that's a bit scary. That scares me. I don't like that. Let's take a look at the key story. On June 26, 2019, the then 19-year-old swimmer Shana Jack was issued a four-year ban after testing positive to the banned anabolic agent Legandrol at an Australian team training camp just a few weeks out from the 2019 World Championships. Not only was her reputation scathed, but she was stripped of all her funding, banned from training with her teammates and ineligible for the Tokyo Olympics. Just over two years later, she has been cleared to return to swimming. After the initial four-year ban, Shana spent more than $100,000 fighting to clear her name and had to publicly appeal through a crowdfunding campaign to cover her costs, raising over $50,000. Shana denied knowingly taking the banned substance, saying she had no idea how it got into her system. The arbitrator who heard her initial appeal agreed with her version of events that it was an innocent mistake after the levels found in her samples were so low as to be pharmaceutically irrelevant. In 2020, she won the appeal to halve her suspension to two years. Sport Integrity Australia, the SIA, and the World Anti-Doping Agency, WADA, both appealed against that reduction, arguing that the ban should remain at four years. However, just days ago, the Court of Arbitration for Sport have announced that these appeals have been dismissed. They are yet to formally release its full judgment for dismissing the appeal, but made a brief statement and was also announced on Shana's social media channels. Shana's lawyer, Tim Fuller, said Shana's efforts to prove her innocence under strict regulations could set a precedent. I do think when somebody goes to the extent that Shana went to to try and show what may have happened, that will be significant in future cases, Mr. Fuller said. There needs to be some sort of flexibility and discretion shown for people like Shana Jack when they're caught up in a system beyond their control and when there's no evidence at all that this person has been involved in doping, abandon the case, he argued. Shana has continued training remotely throughout the process, but the verdict means she can now return to her squad at St. Peter's Western in Brisbane alongside gold medalist Ariane Titmus and undercoach Dean Boxall. Her lawyer, Tim Fuller, said her goals include qualifying for the upcoming World Championships and Commonwealth Games in Birmingham next year. Let's take a look at what to watch. In soccer, this week the Matildas play a friendly against the Republic of Ireland on September 22nd. Set the alarm for 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning and tune in to Channel 10 for all the action. In cricket, the Combank Series vs India kicks off today, the 21st of September, with the Aussies taking on India in Mackay. 
The first ball will be – I feel a burp coming. <laughs> <laughs> the first ball will be bowled at 10.05 a.m. and you can tune in on Channel 7, Fox Cricket and KO. And that's the wrap. Millie has to come back because she's hiding under her hood because she can't stop laughing. We're done, Millie. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you next week, Chloe. Bye. Bye.